Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Because it's not easy being a mother. If it were easy, fathers would do it. I know that quote. Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard it before. Yep. And I feel about 95% sure that it is Rue McClanahan, a.k.a. Blanche Devereaux. Final answer. But, no, no it's right. not my final That's answer. But. That's but. Because it also sounds like Dorothy Spornak. Mm-hmm. Sounds like both of those people. It really does. Yeah. If it was easy, fathers would do it. Mm. Is it? Is it? Oh, fuck me. Running. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Dorothy. Final answer. Correct. Yes! (laughs) Dorothy speaking to Blanche. Speaking to Blanche. Okay, great. Absolutely. That quote, either one of them could have said it, but it felt, in my spirit, it really felt like Dorothy. It was definitely Glad I went with my gut on that. Dorothy was always flaming man on that show. She was. When you think about it, like, why not? Of course. But Stan was literally awful. Stan was trash. Did not get worse than Stanley. Horrible luck with man. Bald. She had the nigga that she had a crush on that she worked with at the school, and then he turned out to be a priest, so they couldn't get it popping. She had the nigga who she was dating who was perfect for her, and then she found out that he was married. Oh, I remember him. Yes. The nigga from Law and Order. Oh, my God. That's that same old man from Law and Order. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is him. Wow. Yep. Wait a minute. That is the nigga from Law and Order. <laughs> that is I remember everything. that. I remember that. I can't believe I never pieced that together. Mm-hmm. Because Law and Order and SVU are the only two that I ever watched. Yeah. And really mostly the SVU. SVU. Duh, because right. that's what matters. But like the original Law and Order mm-hmm. was good too. Although if there's any Law and Order marathon on, I'm probably going to watch gonna it. I'm just going to look at it's it. Just- it's so good. I just can't do criminal intent because that nigga from um, Jurassic Park World and whatever the fuck else he be in, he creeps me out. Now that I don't know. Oh, that one man with that face. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. He just... Yes. He looks like he should be investigated. Like, I, every time I watch it, it looks like he killed somebody. Right, right. And, like, they're just not onto him yet. Right. Got you. <sighs> well, welcome back. Yes, um we're back. Name the episode of the or name of the game show that the Golden Girls went on where they competed against each other okay. after a hellish night where they lost their luggage and had to sleep in the lobby of a hotel where the purses that. got stolen. What was the name of the competition? What was the name of the show? I don't remember. They said that. it eight million times. I'm sure they did, but I do not know. There was a process in which you have to um, snatch money out of the sky in this little tube. You know those tubes you go into and they shoot money around. Yeah, and they have, have to one grab at our graduation party. 
that is what the name of the show is based on. That thing you're doing there. What are you doing? Snatch. What are you doing? You're snatch the cash. Grabbing money. Grab you're grabbing cash. Grab grab that. Grab that cash. Grab that money bag. Grab that dough. Grab that dough. There we are. <laughs> I would have got there eventually. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I think that's I what the don't think I would've. episode is called. Anyways, so we're back. Yes. I am Louise Belcher. And I am Candy Abundance Ferocity. What a night. Like, she, that pose. Pose is so good. Is so good. Oh, I cry every time. Every single week. That nigga Billy Porter. Boy, listen what? to me. Listen to me. What a That gift. home duet. I, nigga, I usually don't cry watching TV shows. But oh. Pose has gotten me for like. Pose has made me cry five, literally every five Sunday. Five or six out of. <laughs> I cannot believe every the season finale episode. is coming up already. I'm devastated. Every, they have to extend season two. Uh, well, yeah. We, we definitely need more episodes for season two. But I am so happy that it has already been announced that they are coming back. Their because... out cover. Their, did you see the yes, cover? Yes, I about sure magazine? did. Janet oh posted that on Instagram, and I was just like, okay, I actually can't take what none of you bitches. It's gift. so good. It is such a good show. It's so good. Oh, I just love it. So, yeah, today I'm Miss Candy. Love her. Ferocity. Love her. <laughs> She's everything. Black Excellence. This week, first of all, shout out to 12-year-old DJ Tillman, uh, Dorothy Jean Tillman. Mm-hmm. She is 12 years old from the south side of Chicago, and she has earned, recently, her bachelor's degree from New York's Excelsior College. Excuse me? Yes, her bachelor's degree. 12? At 12 years old, she's already got an associate's degree. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, as one does. And um, she just snatched up her bachelor's, and uh, she says that she would like to pursue a master's in environmental engineering, which I'm sure she will get by... 14, 15, 13, 15, right, maybe. Maybe 16 if she decides to take it slow, but... And what do you do with environmental engineering? Can she build, like, a space biome so black people can leave the, con- the planet and I feel, escape? I feel like, no, but also that the Trump administration is going to make her career very difficult. Mm, true. By basically destroying the EPA and everything that they stand for. So I don't really know what an environmental engineer does, but I hope she's able to to save the planet with that. I was about to say, is she doing this while she's also, like, in middle school? But of course not. She's been knowing that basic middle school bullshit. It says here uh, on Ebony dot com that she was named Dorothy she was nicknamed Dorothy Genius by her mother. I know that's right. A child a child care and obviously I also stand for the fact that her name's Dorothy for it's obvious just so reasons. cute. A child care provider, uh her mother was the first Oh, no. A child care provider, not her mother, was the first person to point out the young girl's maturity. My child care provider, Miss Mary, first noticed. She said, you got a special baby that you need to understand at this you need to understand that this baby here, she been here before. I had no idea what this baby you've been here before meant. What? How your mama didn't know what this baby been here before meant? Mm-hmm. Well, this sounds like... I mean, remember? that was probably when she was like a smooth, like, eight months and was like completing her multiplication times tables and it makes me think of hidden figures when taraji's character was small and yeah. everybody was like that baby right there like i know we all think our kids are smart but your baby is for real smart like, like she's, she's like the real smart no she's smart as fuck you're gonna have to put her in special smart nigga schools because that little girl is a genius so that's what this child sounds oh like i miss me. being young and being made to feel smart <laughs> 
Right? I miss everybody gassing me up back when I could like read better than everybody else. Those days are long gone. When I was like two and like reading full books oh, and then yeah. requesting more and they're oh, he's just they were like, so oh my God. intelligent. This child, she just texts out whatever she wants, just texts and stacks of things. And no one has been like impressed by me in a long, long, long time. But those were the days. Never did anything like get a master's degree or a bachelor's or anything like that, especially at the age of 12. What the fuck? I mean, I just kind of looked at things in school and said, enough of that for me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 12, I was just like praying that I wouldn't get my period and mm. really hating my glasses and starting oh, to break out same, real bad. It was just a, I feel like that whole adolescent stage was real bad for me. But shout out to this little girl. Also, shout out to uh, some young people in Atlanta, Atlanta's great debaters. Uh, they returned from Harvard, where the Harvard Debate Council held uh, a single elimination tournament debate that allows students to apply the acquired knowledge and skills in the competition so how this works apparently is that uh kids from around the globe meaning like wow the whole planet come together and they're like split into different teams 10 of the 12 atlanta teams advance to octofinals first time i heard that word i'm not gonna lie to you don't know what that is i guess eight (laughs) like eight whatever six went on to the quarterfinals and two of the atlanta teams competed in the semifinals wow jordan thomas is a student at grady high school who helped bring home the first place victory for the entire ass tournament sounds like a real nigga school doesn't it i'm googling it right now so shout out to him he said being a young middle class black public school student from the south created a stigma that automatically set me back in comparison to the competition I stand for him already most of who were interna- <laughs> most of who were international students or from predatory schools in the northeast wow I was determined to represent my city and my story I wanted people to see where I where I came from and how I could keep up with them to bring the the championship back to Atlanta was the most satisfying feeling and to walk onto the campus of one of the most elite universities in the world and meet personal and council goals brings a unique and new satisfaction that I've never experienced so well go off Grady High School to all of the Atlanta students who went and represented their city at the debate and to you winners who slayed students from across the planet yep congratulations to y'all learning how to argue is such a skill it is that's never gonna leave you especially with white people yeah that's gonna be useful all your live long life so go y'all hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace finding a work life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows I know but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online you can use Squarespace to create a website engage with your audience and sell anything from products to your time all in one place With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. 
it's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Well, this week in Hot Tops and the Lovely Bottoms, mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm. suggested that. I enjoyed it. So there's that. Um, Do you remember, I think earlier this year, when Sierra said something online about how girls needed to level up and not settle for... Oh, yes. And we were all like, okay, girl. Whatever. Fuck niggas. And... <laughs> like, all right, sis. That's, that's much easier for you to say than the rest of us, but... Well, the joke's on you, bitches. <laughs> Because Sierra is back with a new single and video. And the song is called Level Up. And of course, she's dancing her ass off. Of course. Um, That's what she does. I was ready. I was ready for a new Sierra era. And I don't hate it. I don't either. I do not I hate don't the like song. the um I don't like the yummy all in my tummy That's line. That's so bad. That's really like, bad. That's really bad. We're not I, talking to Future and, C- and Sierra right, right now. Future like, in your tummy. Are you trying to convince Did Baby Future us? write that line? Right. We don't need convincing to eat our green beans. Like. Side, uh, sidebar, I stand for Baby Future. And, yeah. And the other one. I mean, he's adorable. And, like, clearly more mature just than his daddy. Really, well, than Future it's Senior. Not, it can't be that difficult to do. But Who's he just seems so sweet and smart. Currently running back and forth between... A new baby mama and an old one? I was about to say, isn't some girl pregnant by him right now? Yeah, he got Bauhaus baby mama pregnant. Oh, God. What the fuck? So now he's choosing which one of those okay, to be nice well, to. I mean, but if anyway. he, Sierra said, I want off of this ride. I'm actually That's right. not going to go through I'm actually that. finished. Yes. And good for her. I'm glad. And this song is not the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like a Jersey Club song. I think it samples like, yeah. technically uh, samples a sample, but I, is it DJ Smalls did a remix, like a Jersey Club remix to that song, We Are Young by Fun. And so I recognize that because that was like on Vine constantly, Tumblr, all over the place. People were using that song for like memes and funny shit. Mm-hmm. So creative. I'm into it. Yeah, like the beat. I don't hate it. I always like, you know, seeing uh, Sierra swing that ass around, which seems like it may have gotten a little plumper. 
Did Maybe, Sienna do that? I feel like I feel like the baby was, was it just me. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know Sierra's ass like that, but I feel like most women, especially after multiple babies, you know, some things are gonna change and settle yeah. in different places. A little bit of that ass. Yeah, it just is what it is now. So, but she looks amazing, and she, yeah, she looks. Of great. course, she's dancing her ass off in the video because that's what she always. Does. I mean, that's just what I need, Sierra. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for this level of CC. I just hope that we get like a full solid good album okay well see now you're reaching for the stars well well deep into the galaxy well nobody said all that <laughs> it has happened <clears throat> her first album was great goodies i really enjoyed goodies okay um i will give you that was the second one the evolution that's i think that's where you start to lose me I, the evolution was good let me look at what the singles were on that play the first song is um hold on you're not going to do the evolution. Okay, sure. The evolution might be. First of all, the evolution is promise. So there's that. Uh, um, promise. You're going to act like you don't know what's up, promise? I th- no, I feel like I do really... know, but I'm thinking wow, of that are you really doing and that promise now? ring song. Wow. Oh, because she's of, also on that song. Promise, Because Sierra's on that song, too. So Come ones. enjoy the ride, baby. Oh, okay. I just want to find I liked. You. I liked Like a Boy Better. Oh, Like a Boy was a great song. Um, I'll play my favorite uh, from The Evolution because it really doesn't get much better than this. Oh, girl, I didn't need, like, the whole skit. I think Monica's in the video because, of course, she is. (laughs) But it's time I think about me. And what I need. Tonight, I'm doing me. And I'm going to have fun. Okay. That's all we're going to give the girls. Okay. Just go and find it. But that... See, that's when Sierra still wasn't... Like, she hadn't turned her back and her nose up to crunk music. What? And oh, Lil Jon... Right. You know what I'm saying? She does, she's not the crunk and be princess gotcha. anymore. Yes, no. She's entirely too white. For, she's got white friends now. She's yeah. not doing that. That's um, I won't give you a good album with that. Oh, wow. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> True. Not album. No. I enjoyed that whole album. Ooh, wait, I'm looking at the track list. Holy God. There's a lot of songs on here. The difference in sales between The Evolution and Fantasy Ride is... Well, see, that's where... My God, we went from 1.3 million Get to 195,000. That was a good song. Jesus H. Uh, I should not remember a lot Let of these. See. But, yeah, Fantasy Ride happened, and then things got a little strange. But Although like there are still some bops. And work. Yes, there's still yep. some bops on Fantasy Ride. Yes, it's true, it's true, it's true. I don't really remember what happened after that. But then, see, she has a self-titled album Basic that was instinct. good. No, see, that one I'm fine. <laughs> if that's the one, I think Ride is on one of those albums I don't like. Okay. So maybe that one had Ride on it, but Ride is a really good song. Uh... The, Maybe the the self titled Sierra album was really good, and with then she body has, party on it. Yes, that album was really good, and it was not promoted well and at all. Two songs with Nicki Minaj that I, I can't remember either one of these. Hmm. I remember the one that they did the video for, where they was wearing like white cat suits or some weird shit. Okay, no. And Nicki Minaj finally yes. got her hair done right. Ride is on Basic Instinct. Okay, well, Ride is a great song. Ride is great. Um, however, I cannot agree with you that self her self titled was good. Did you listen to it? I'm sure I gave it a spin. (laughs) My problem is that if I listen one time and you don't hold me, I'm probably not ever going to do it again. I will do it again if I really 
like you as an artist or like respect you as an artist, I'll go back and give it another try. Cause I don't, I can't think of, there are a lot of albums that I have to listen to multiple times for me to be like appreciative of it. Or sometimes I won't like it and I'll go back and listen to it again a year later and be like, actually, this was good. So, mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm just hoping that I will enjoy a full body of work from Sierra and some great visuals because I'm already, you know, uh, I enjoy her, uh, fuck nigga free lifestyle. Yeah, I, that is definitely goals. <laughs> I am all for this, you know, I stopped fucking around with niggas that wasn't no good and got me somebody who seems to genuinely be worth a damn. Doing I, the fucking In My Feelings yeah. challenge on the top of mountain. That was so cute. And I'm really over the In My Feelings challenge. Very. But that was so cute. There are a few people who have done it that I loved. Sierra and Russ. Will Smith. Will Smith killed it. Not um, like he was the best. <laughs> the Black Parents off This Is Us. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah, I did see that, that one. That was a really good one. All of you regular ass children slowing down your Corollas though, trying to trying to jump out. Did you cars. see that girl fall? Yes, I did, and almost snatch her damn scalp off. I said, "See, this is why y'all need to quit playing." Stop. I see. That's why I'm too old. I'm too old because all I could think of was like, Ooh, "I've no. avoided a lot of them because I love that song too much to let the internet ruin it." But shout out to Shiggy um, for helping Drake get his number one and being acknowledged. I'm hoping that he gave you like a stack or at least a couple of bitches. Yeah, or, something. Like, Just a little. Even kick you know five or ten thousand dollars this way you know what I'm nothing saying? to drake but at least something to throw at some strippers something, like, something cower, no boo i don't know yeah y'all have worn in my feelings out i just won't allow them to take uh risha and jt's moment away like this young miami and J. like i'm just yeah they don't deserve iconic but it's and fine. also r.i.p magnolia i'm like Shorty. this is not even the best part of the song but it's fine it's fine it doesn't we're not gonna do that it isn't and it's not just kiki either Okay, there's several women that got shout outs on that song. <laughs> and there are not that many songs. There's that. There's Petey Pablo's yes. um, Freakily. Which, still very excited that my name is <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you only have so many moments where rappers personally <laughs> yes. shout you out. We'll say your name. Right, right. I get it. Um, Cardi B has given birth to her very first child with Offset. It is a baby girl by the name of Culture Kiari. Cephas. So black. So black. So black. Culture with a K. (laughs) Of course. Because duh. Because duh, nigga. Um, And Kiari, I believe, is her daddy name. Right. As well as her daddy name. As well as Cephas, right. (laughs) So just her father's. (laughs) Sure. Blackity black ass name. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think they just were like at a a doctor's visit together, taking cute pictures. They seem to be quite happy. Good for them. Hood love. Yeah. Always happy for for Cardi. (laughs) I was trying to think of a way to like not be (laughs) shady at all about this child's name because I'm just really trying to. Let me help. I'm trying to to cope. Uh, Cardi tweeted the following: "Culture heart emojis. Anything else would have been basic." Oh, sis, don't we feel like culture is basic? No, okay, it's fine. No, I mean, it's like, fine. honestly, it's very on brand for culture's parents. Jennifer to have named her. Well, I mean, I'm basic. not saying all that, but when I think of culture, I think of a collection of bacteria. <laughs> Teeming somewhere. See, you're just too intelligent. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that. I'm just like, every time I looked at my child, I'm like, you are a small bundle of bacteria laying on my bed, (laughs) spitting up all over the place. I mean, kids are like... (laughs) 
infectious? I don't know. I'm not trying to shit on this baby, so let me stop. I mean, it's, you know we're in culture. You know that's that just where the Migos albums the, are called. Yes. Yeah. No, I get that. But when I hear that word, <laughs> that's that just where my mind goes. Wow. <laughs> but very happy for Cardi and Offset. I think he has another baby coming, or he just had one. Hope that goes smoothly. Yeah, he did just have a baby not and, so long ago. And nicely as well. But I think Cardi also got another number one with that I Like It like yeah, that yeah, yeah. song. Yeah. So good. You know what? Good job, little sis. I'm just happy that this baby is out and y'all can stop stressing her while she's pregnant. Stress her out while yes, she's not. Yes, and leave her alone about pictures. I wouldn't show you niggas my child either. Y'all lucky y'all even knew she was pregnant. Are they trying to stress her about photographs? Oh, yeah. In every picture, I see a meme. that You know that meme of Cardi. Yes. <laughs> I'm so tired of this shit. Look on my face. Under everything she posts, somebody posts that picture that says, My mama said we want to see a picture of culture. I'm just like, niggas, leave her alone. Culture is like six days old. Let that baby Can she like be a mama for a little bit by herself? Y'all are weird. Enjoy motherhood. Let her get used to it because I'm sure there's a lot going on over there emotionally and hormonally. So happy for Cardi and and I'm glad to see she's still doing this. Y'all just like agitating Cardi B. That's it. Like and, uh, Cardi is is fairly easily agitated. That's true. Not as easily as Nicholas, but she's she's that's true. She's easy to rile up. So that's I hope true. She's enjoying her baby and, and her time will, offline. It seems people will go twice as hard when they when they feel like they can get a reaction. Out of you. No, they like, definitely do. These will. young people, they don't give a fuck about no. like your humanity. <laughs> what? No, they don't give a fuck about that. Because to be to be frank. To be very Frank Mitchell. I was going to ask if you were Frank Mitchell because I was watching a Moesha marathon before I came to the studio. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> that episode where her and Nisi and, um, and Kim was on three-way and then they started talking about Kim for being big when they was going to do the <sighs> Halloween costumes. Oof. And so then she showed up in her devil outfit yep. and her boyfriend was dressed as Dennis Rodman and he was being gay and <laughs> Was, Moisha was so good. It was so much, but I loved Moisha it. Moisha was so, so it good. It was so good. It was like, I don't want to say an authentic show, but it felt authentically black. Yes, and young. Yes, black and young just, in that mid-90s time. when And Brandy was a star, so right. it was like, so this is so fun. more popping. And that was back when all the young musical acts would come on shows yeah. and perform. and all Which that. I heard is why we can't get them shits on DVD, Blu-ray, and yeah, shit now. we can't get cl- clearance for none of that. <laughs> so, But uh, it was just such a good show. I it was really was it a I very came. good show. And I loved it. But what was we talking about? Cardi B and this baby. Yes. Happy for Cardi. Happy for Young Culture. Hope she's doing well. Um, Tyrese. Is, that, is, this, is that all our good news? Tyrese was um has been on our this is never good sick and shut in list. Yes, yeah, maybe he he'll surprise you Let's today. Let's get it on to his daughter. That <laughs> he's been on sick and shut in since that day. It's like oh, there's something wrong with this nigga. This nigga is broken. Who does that? <sighs> Yeah, it's gonna be all right. So, um, he was recently on Van Lathan's podcast and uh, talked about the whole situation with him and The Rock. And really, he kind of mentions like he packed in like all of the madness that was happening on his social media during that era. But he was asked about the rock uh specifically and he said i found myself being the messenger on behalf of various people associated to the fran the franchise fast and the furious that is but stupid me was the only one that went public about those feelings which is my own fault yep it's not <laughs> it's not cool nope. and van lathan asked him um if he felt like 
The Rock did anything to instigate it or if he went, took things too far or something like that. And uh, Tyree said, I don't recall anything that he either said directly or subliminally that was ever as big of a deal as the way I was going at him, which is not cool. So well, I said, why could, did you do it? Because he was not in a good place, I'm guessing. Oh, so he never Because it wasn't. Could you think about it? That... The let's get it on thing. Oh, yeah, that was the bad. Will Smith and, and Jada oh, are and giving me money. That. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. The Tyrese whole thing with him and like uh, not being able to see his kid and all this other oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like The Rock was it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there were other people involved with the Fast and Furious uh, franchise. Because I remember, like, I think Vin Diesel had posted, like, a picture with him and and Tyrese and Paul Walker when that whole thing was going on. And it just said, like, brotherhood or something. So I'm sure there was niggas, you know, behind the scenes that were gassing him, like, yeah, here you go with this fuck shit in this movie. (laughs) And Tyrese was like, yeah, fuck that. But he was the only one. Which explains why nobody else was like, nigga, it's all good. No, no more. Don't do this to yourself. Jada had to call him pre-red table talk <laughs> to tell him yes. to come the fuck. Yes. Calm down. What is and happening? I hope he's been somewhere getting help. He's been like quiet. He's been somewhere drinking water and going to therapy. I hope so. so important. So I mentioned this. I felt like this is a very good, well, good for him. revelation and I hope everything is going well in Tyrese's same, land. Same, same. Um, meanwhile, if you thought niggas weren't going to go see that Hobbs and Shaw, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Jason Statham spinoff that they're doing, I heard Idris Elba was supposed to be like the main villain in the movie. Oh, well. So. <laughs> we going. The thing about The Rock's movies is that they never underperform. I don't get it. I feel like none he, of them. He has a new movie every eight or nine weeks, and I'm always like, so he's playing some buff nigga who's gonna save the world or <laughs> like save the other his day, friends. It's always the same thing. I saw like a trailer that he did for some movie where he's like fighting like a a giant monkey and maybe a, a Godzilla too. Like I don't know. Yeah, I saw one where he was like climbing up a building and it was like raining fire or some shit, and the, the whole rooftop blew off and his baby was dangling in the wind or something. I was just like, what the Niggas fuck? just love going to see rock movies because The Rock is cool and brolic and good looking and shit is definitely going to blow up yes. and he's going to do some death defying mm-hmm. stuff. He's, he's the huge action, yeah. action star. He's brown but not so brown that it scares white people. He's <laughs> right. kind of brown that white women are turned on by. Like, so... <laughs> Yep. So that's the the rock movies. They he just checks all the kids. boxes. Yep. He yep. checks everybody's boxes. And that's why he is the biggest movie star in the world. And he's making like $500 million a year or something crazy. The Rock was on uh, Watch What Happens Live. One of the people who called in asked him about the Tyree oh situation God. and if they've spoken to each other. The Rock said, no, we haven't talked at all. And, you know, the whole thing with Tyrese was pretty disappointing because I'd been friends with Tyrese for a very long time, which is true. And I always feel like a beef requires two people to actually jump in it and it was really one-sided and he had voiced his opinion a lot on social media we haven't talked and i don't see where we would and to me there's no need to have a conversation damn meanwhile tyrese was saying on the podcast that he was like you know we'll talk one day well i think that they probably will i mean but that means you tyrese are gonna have to pick up the phone because you are the one who was in the wrong in this situation because the rock is like as far as i'm concerned me and you don't ever have to talk again and we're fine like we could just move right I mean, on but we life. knew that when it was happening right? we sure did the fact that he even bothered to entertain your little ass was just kind of like wow really he did not 
have to do that. He's over here making millions with Kevin Hart and assorted collection of white people. So I feel like The Rock is certainly over it. Tyrese, though, is going to have to be a man about it. Pick up the phone and be like, my nigga, my bad, and have a conversation from there. <sighs> this one makes me sad. Oh, no. So Faith Evans got married, apparently. This can't be a real story. I saw this this morning and was like, you know what? I'm logging off the internet for the rest of the day. I have a theory. Okay. Okay. So the first place I saw this news was on Rhymes with Snitch. And then I saw more of it happening on the shade room. And where democracy goes. So, <laughs> so, um, Stevie J and Faith Evans dated, I think, Years ago. ago. And then they were like doing this weird rekindling reality yeah. TV thing maybe last year. I remember that. Or the year before even. Maybe. Yeah. It was a little while. Um, here we are in today. <laughs> so disgusting. And there's word that they had filed for a marriage license while they were in Vegas. And then they got married in their hotel room. He randomly tweeted, I love you, Faith Renee Jordan. And she responded oh, God. by saying, I love you back, Stephen Aaron Jordan. Jordan. I guess that's the jam. I mean, I get it. I just... I, I'm I feel, so sad. I, I feel like if I was Faith at my big age, I'm not finna change my last name to this nigga's last name, but it's like I'm never gonna call her Faith Jordan. That's never going to happen. I thought you was gonna talk about Faith eating Biggie's ass. <laughs> Excuse me? So you didn't hear that part. I'm sorry, what happened? That's what made me log off. Apparently, she was on the Drink Champs podcast. No, never boy. heard it, but I might have to listen. Because you never listen said, to Drink Champs? No, it sounds like is that wild. is it niggas being niggerly? Because I don't. Kind of. I only listened to it because Trina was on one episode and it oh, was iconic. Well, see, so you can't just listen when <laughs> your favorite's on and be like, "Wow, bitch!" We're no, I've listened to another one. <laughs> I've listened to two of them. But yeah, she was saying that he ate her ass, and she she said she might have eaten his back. Like, okay, girl. Faith, why are you telling people about? Why do we why? need to know That's about not... you putting lips and tongue on Biggie's booty hole? Biggie can't defend himself. Well, Biggie can't be like. He can't confirm, deny, he can't do nothing. He probably did. I feel like... All Biggie could do is sit in heaven, hopefully, and exhale. Niggas is probably opposed to getting their ass eaten until it happens. And then they probably feel very differently about it. Like, maybe a little bit of shame around it, because people still act like that's some gay shit, but... I mean, it's I feel like strange in 2018, to He's not, he's the, not alive. It, well... It is strange to talk about sex you had with somebody who has been dead for a long time. Like a very long time. I just or feel ever. like or the stigma like around eating ass is disappearing slowly but surely. It's still not my ministry. I won't ever do that no, to okay. these studs or anybody else. That's very but... fair in my eyes. <laughs> I just, you do what you I want I simply to do. won't. Especially because niggas is acting like you don't need to fleet before getting your ass ate. And I just feel like, why not, though? <sighs> like, I understand you're not going. It's not a deep dive like a penis might do, but... Why why can't we rinse rinse this out a few times before anybody was, when I hear, lips on it? When I hear about women eating straight men's ass, I always pray that it's like something that he is very comfortable with and knows that he's comfortable with and like brought to her because I feel like maybe then he is like aware and clean enough mm -hmm. to like be respectful. Because I just I don't trust the average straight motherfucker to just 
be fresh. You know, mm-hmm. like we do what we have to do because it's a lifestyle. Right. <laughs> like, not take that back. It's too many people that think being gay is a lifestyle. I'm saying bottoming. Keeping up, though. Is, oh, it's... Offering your ass. Yes. Up for, for snaps. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> that is a lifestyle, and there's a process to it that you must go through in order to be respectful. Okay. Yes. And so. I agree. We were just talking about Tiffany Haddish and her whole theory about uh, dirty fingernails oh, right. mm-hmm. and what that's reflective of. We know niggas, you know, have odd smells and tastes. Ugh, I just can't see myself doing that. Some really niggas don't even it. wipe. You know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga, I keep baby wipes in what my What if you're apartment. just about to eat somebody's ass and you see dingleberries? I would go home. Do you throw up in their booty hole? <laughs> <laughs> too far alright we're done well, I would what if you get pink eye fucking with somebody is that ridiculous can you get pink eye if somebody farts in your face oh my god <laughs> while you eating their ass I'm gonna google that no I'm gonna ask my friend She's it's always doctor. you that will well, keep it going well sorry <laughs> just, I'm like, sorry to just have all these concerns about eating ass and nobody will ever entertain just don't them. do it <laughs> well not I can't I cannot do it um Monique told a really funny joke about eating ass on Queens of Comedy. Just go watch it. I should. It's been a while since I've seen that Queens of Comedy. That movie is was good. All of those women are hilarious. I need to go watch it again. Iconic comics. Um, so my theory with this whole Stevie J, Faith Evans thing is that it is all... Um, it is all uh, propaganda and... It smells like Mona. <laughs> <laughs> they have, I guess, some song coming out, which... I did not know until somehow I found myself on people.com. I think I was like, I was just viciously, viciously Googling as much information as I could about this in prayer that uh, it wasn't true. They have a song coming out called A Minute and a video. It is a duet. It comes out on July 27th. I'll be late for that. Um... There is a video. <laughs> I really hope you're not going to play it. I feel like you are. I was hoping it would have started already. But I, can <laughs> I knew it. Don't do it. The Lord don't want this out of us. I think you just need to hear a little bit of it. <sighs> Friend. All right, fine. No. But it is called A Minute. It is on... Um, CVJ posted this on his Instagram. Great. <laughs> Now it wants to play. But I didn't even... It happens late. No, it's but okay. look, like the, they shot a video for it. This nigga is in Versace drawers and a do-rag. And it looks like a sex tape. And so I'm assuming that this is going to be some whole thing where you find out, oh my gosh, no, we weren't really married, but we called Mona and she helped us come <laughs> up with a storyline. And then, you know, Faith will do a Mona executive produced show about her comeback featuring Stevie J. Right. And I mean, Stevie J's lied about being married once. I mean, but he's also already flopped in a spinoff. Yeah. Nobody cared about Stevie J and Jocelyn Take LA or whatever the fuck that was. Maybe they're hoping people care about Stevie J and Faith Evans Take the R&B charts. The handful of us who really care about Faith Evans. And I'm in the have hand. Followed, I am also in the hand. Okay. First Lady was excellent. Absolutely. It was just excellent. Faith. However, the presence of Stevie J will keep me from watching it. That is a fact. So- <laughs> 
So I don't know who they banking on to look at this, but it will not be me. Can you imagine if you like if if she was singing soon as I get home and it was about Stevie no, J? I cannot thinking about her singing that to Biggie's booty hole has me <laughs> feeling all torn up inside. <laughs> And like, why would you want to be married to to Jocelyn's baby father? To Stephen Jordan. I mean, he has several. He baby has models. shown his ass on TV. But of all for of so, so many is years, she. well, and she's currently chasing him down for child support. See, and that's another thing. Why would you want to marry somebody who? Anybody who is struggling with taking care of their children, I just feel like you need to. You can do that without me. I don't need to be involved in that because what I don't need legally is for all of my assets to be tied up in your bullshit. And I don't know what Faith has or any of the details of Stevie's bullshit. I just know that he stays having to go to court behind that unpaid child support for all of them fucking children. Wasn't one of the storylines on the last show? About the kids being mad at their own mama. Like... (laughs) For putting their daddy on Jocelyn. My daddy is an excellent daddy. I didn't know they were mad. I did not. I don't know why my... And he's sitting over there like, it's y'all mama got me having to do this. And they over there like, I mean, I love you, daddy. (laughs) What the fuck is this? I don't have kids, so I don't have to deal with child support. So I don't know how that works, but... Yeah, I won't be. You pay it? I don't know. I won't be going down that road. Yeah, none for me. (laughs) I won't be. I mean, I will have a child, but I hopefully will do it alone. So child support will not be an issue. Yeah, thankfully I'm gay, so I don't really have to. You know, I do that when I want, you know? Yeah. So if and when I decide to ruin my life, I can just go down to, you know, the white people baby making office and I just apply and I guess you check what you know yeah. what kind you want see and you can literally do it whenever you want to right because you're a man that's why i'm gonna wait till i'm 45 like tyler perry did see i have to i either have to have a baby in the next two or three years or freeze my eggs yeah see that's another part of the it's, happen- it's like, like right now because once you turn like 38 39 your chances of getting pregnant go way down oh my god yeah and complications and what shit kind of go fuckery up. i know meanwhile men and are men- 88 years old shooting dust out their dicks and getting people pregnant it's really, I mean, I get it from a biological standpoint because you really don't want no old ass lady trying to gestate a baby because babies take all your nutrients and shit. And when you're old, you need that shit. Like you need all your vitamin C chews and all that for yourself. You can't be sharing that. Didn't so, Brigitte Nielsen or somebody wild old just have a baby? She's pregnant right now. I think she, oh, did she have that baby? I don't know if she Remember had it. Janet I was like 50 or 51 when she got pregnant. Oh my God, Janet's baby is so cute. But when you have Janet's money, all things are possible. That's true as well. She probably froze her eggs a long ass time ago. Maybe. Brigitte Nielsen but see, announces pregnancy at 54. See, hell no. What do you even do with 54, that? 54, you should be coasting into grandmother years. <laughs> hell no, man. Wow. wow. Well, you know, God bless us, each and every one. Um... Do I'm what you gotta at a do. List of all her children. Who is all her children? Well, I mean, she has one that was born in '84. Who? Oh, Brigitte Nielsen. Yes. Wow. Good God, girl. So that child is that her first child is what? Thirty-three. Thirty-four. Okay. Yeah, he just had a birthday in April. With a newborn sibling. And you, ha- right? Like your sibling is literally young enough to be your child. You are old enough to be that nigga's mama. Well, then the older sibling will help with, like, college and marriage and stuff. Don't count on it. <laughs> Lord knows. I'll just be like, oh, my gosh. This, this, this is what Blanche felt like in that episode season, the season opener of 
season two when she thought she was pregnant, but it was actually menopause. Oh, yeah. And she should have known. Yeah. <laughs> she really should have known. Like, girl, I know you out here taking dick, but you know good and damn well you ain't no damn pregnant. This lady has been married five times. Work, Bridget. All right. Let me get off her Wikipedia. Uh, speaking of marital bl- uh, bliss. Were we? <laughs> um, T.I. and Tiny. Ah! <laughs> I knew it was some bullshit. <laughs> I knew it was a lie. <laughs> Miss Tamika Cottle uh, recently celebrated a birthday. Shout out to her friends. I mean, I don't know how tight the friendship is. It looks very tight. Okay. Um, but she has like lots of girlfriends and they go on girl trips together and they always look fun. And I'm sure that they're there every time this nigga cheats on her and they probably send her the best memes to make her laugh. Yeah. And they just look kind. Good friends. Real friends. Uh, meanwhile, after his latest, not long after his latest cheating scandal, uh, T.I. presented Tiny and Instagram with a brand new Mercedes, I think, that he bought for her on her birth Mm -hmm. of days. Yes. And she can be seen on both of their Instagram pages in a very cute little outfit. Is this Rihanna's Puma line? What is this? I like it, Tiny. I don't know if I saw all that. I just saw her sitting in the car like, hmm, thank you, nigga. Yeah, she was very much, I like it very much. Yeah, it's very pretty. Thank you so much. Mm, Custom car. Mm, Cute for me. His caption says, uh, well, he posted two videos. Happy G-Day, Mrs. H. Uh, as well as another one that says, what's understood requires no explanation. Oh, a fuck nigga's favorite line. Right behind. <laughs> Nobody can judge me but God. The only people in this relationship is us. Therefore, we the only ones who know what it really is. Yeah. These niggas get y'all every time with that shit. I'm always here to show up and show out for mines, regardless of whatever. King ain't never missed a beat. Happy G-Day, Mrs. H. She posted another video and said, thank you so much, Mr. Harris, for showing up on my actual birthday <laughs> and showing out. I really, really love this car and all the other nice gifts. Uh, he got, she got some Louboutins some yeah, shit in the back Yeah, I see these Louboutin bags in the back. Just want to tell you how thankful I am, regardless of whatever you have done more for me and showed me more love than most will ever have. A man to do slash give in a lifetime, and I appreciate you for that. That's sad. That is sad. By the way, I'm having an amazing birthday. Thank you to everyone who made this a, made this day a special one. Meanwhile, okay. she also posted a video, and Dustin put me on game to this, of Eris, the youngest baby, performing oh, yes. Purple Rain. Eris Harris. She is an icon. Is she? Already? <laughs> you not see her? At the ripe age of two? You need to go to Tiny's page and watch Eris perform Purple Rain. Is it still Tiny Major Mama? It's... Oh, no, that's her Twitter. It's Major Girl, I think. Major Girl. There I we go. I believe it's like the last video it she posted. Like... Oh, wait, is this it? There's like two slides. There's three slides in that. And the first two are her perform Escape. Okay. Purple Rain is the most that, Got that you. one. The escape stuff is cute too because that's her mama. But her performing Purple Rain, iconic. <laughs> she knows the song. She knows the lyrics. She lives for Prince. She, I'm too through because this little girl put her hand up as soon as the. This is her song. <laughs> oh, she is too cute. Love it. Oh, well, you know. Uh, 
Tiny and T.I. have a the hood tale if I've ever heard one. That if is, ever. That is a niggerish ass love story if one has ever existed. This inspired me to watch Baby Boy the other day. Uh, okay. Well, that is that is sad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Baby Boy is a good movie. No, it is not. You niggas are not going to keep telling this lie. Baby Boy is not good. It is just that the opening scene no, is so just- absurd. <laughs> But that's not even the only bad thing about it. Taraji showed off. Okay, but she showed her ass in that. But movie. Taraji she was does just so that. great. Taraji, Taraji and does so it. So AJ Johnson every time. However, she was so good. There's only so much you can do when the plot is what it is. Okay. <laughs> the script is what it is. It's literally about a fuck nigga that was like had to come close to death and his best friend literally murdering somebody. <laughs> For her to like, for him to be like, oh, maybe I should grow up. Yeah, I think I've said all that I have to say about Tia and Tiny's disastrous relationship. Yeah. But you know, as long as their children are happy, this little girl looks just like she her looks. Look at that. Yeah, Twinsies. that is too cute. She's so cute. So yeah, hopefully their children are happy and well yeah, they adjusted. seem fine. I mean, I mean, like at this point, it just is like I like Tiny. She seems like a, like an actual nice person. Escape is. You know, escape. It is what it is. And she was famous before he was. I so, feel for Tiny because I feel like anytime we hear her name, it's almost always associated with his dumb shit. It's almost always because T.I. did something disrespectful, like rubbing on some girl's ass in public and, you know, just blatantly cheating on her for the 900th time. But she seems like a sweet person. Yeah. So I don't want to make this about, like, being an anti-Tiny thing. It's more of a... Escape was just an essence. Okay, thank you very okay, much. Well, they are still acid. performing at... <laughs> everybody was just asking. And... No, that is not... Tiny was famous first. It's true. And as far as I'm concerned, they are going to be together, and that nigga's going to cheat on her, and... Forever. You know, she will forgive him. Over and And as long as they... Everyone has a smile on their face, then fine. It just makes me None sad. Of my business. I, I hate to see women settling for that, but... What know. annoys me is then when it was like, oh, well, I'm going to go dance and take a photograph with Floyd Mayweather. Then it was like, we finna going to be fighting at Shake Shack or, or Johnny Rockets or whatever. She should have put out this a sex nigga tape swung with that nigga. on an undefeated champ over a photograph. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are out here in every there. part of Atlanta right. cheating on her. With these bitches all the time, T.I. So how are you getting so mad? Because niggas can't stand when you do even one-tenth of what they do to you, right back to their ass. And we'll come right out and say it as well. One of the things that always has like driven me crazy is how... It's not even driven me crazy. I just find it really, really funny. Okay. How many niggas like, openly will say, oh, I do this and that and I can do all of that because here's excuses that yeah. don't make any sense, but you can't. It's like, wait, what? It's not that, it's not that I don't understand that train of thought because mm-hmm. essentially what you're saying is I'm selfish right so I get, I get why yeah. you feel that way what I don't get is you so like openly admitting it because yeah. it's illogical yeah. like there's no way that you're <laughs> going to explain that to me or anybody with sense and it right. make sense it's not going to it would be right ra- I, I would rather you just be like you know what you're right and I'm, I'm dead ass wrong and then mm-hmm. you just keep cheating or be like you know what I'm wrong but I don't give a fuck and I'm gonna keep doing what I want to do yeah. like you can't that's how they it's literally how they are or I'm gonna cheat on you and you cheat on me and let's just hope neither one of us finds out we'll just play spy versus spy why can't I just be how about everybody just leave me the fuck alone or that everybody leave me alone that's, gonna, that's what's gonna work out for my ass thank you so much speaking of cheating Snoop Dogg recently got cheated, caught. Oh, now this cheating. was funny. 
<laughs> can't speak today. That was funny. Y'all got to watch out for these hoes, man. <laughs> Some weird-looking woman named Selena Powell um, leaked text messages between her and Snoop Dogg, where he's, I guess, talking about flying around and going to dinner and sending mm. shirtless photographs that I did not need well, to see. do not need that, my nigga. Um, and in response to that, Snoop Dogg has announced that he's working on a new show called Clout Chasers that will be all about <laughs> people, I'm assuming mostly women, chasing clout. Got to be. He even created a real pitch and used some video of some girl talking about how she never got pregnant by Offset or something. Like, I don't know if he's what? being serious or if this is just his way of reacting to getting caught. I mean, I'm not surprised that Snoop Dogg is out here with hoes. He's Snoop Dogg. I mean, <laughs> like, he kind of... It's just none of my business. Yeah, I won't say surprised. I will say that I kind of thought for no good reason that maybe he was one of the niggas out here being faithful to his Why? wife. Why? Just maybe, because he married a brown girl and stayed married oh, to her all no. the time. He stayed married to her. He never left her for a, oh, a light-skinned, curly-headed no. girl. So I just felt like maybe he was... But, okay. Because, see, see, there are men out here who recognize when... I don't know anything about Snoop Dogg's wife. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. this isn't specific to him. But there are, there are men out here who recognize and love women who are good to them, that really treat them well, that uplift them, that care for them and their kids. Some of their kids... Some of the kids are the women. Some of the kids are not the women. They recognize that and will keep those women around for years, their whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And genuinely love and care about that woman. But it's not going to stop them from being a dog-ass, whole-ass nigga. Huh. You know what I'm saying? And that, I feel like, also okay. lends itself to why they feel like it's so easy for them to make excuses of, well, I was just fucking them bitches, but where I be, I, I come I and come sleep next to you. you. Right. Yes, they with really your feel- dick smelling like that bitch's vagina <laughs> and lips, you dirty bitch. I guess at this point, the only one that would shock me is Steph Curry. I really feel like Steph Curry oh, is not yeah. shitty on Aisha. Bruh. <laughs> I really don't If Aisha leaks some texts, oh, no. nobody's got It'll hope. never be Aisha. Aisha's taking that straight to her pastor, okay? <laughs> she will never. <laughs> she will never. It will have to be one of the hoes telling on Steph. Yeah, that's true. I, just, I don't see Steph Curry acting like that, but I guess I should. Bruh. Really if Steph should not Curry, put it past nobody. Nah. No, shouldn't. But I don't see it. Steph Curry wins a ring and then he immediately just takes his kids to see his life. Yeah. And like automatically, you not coming to the club tonight, no, bro? Nah, I'm good, bro. You know bruh. I'm not doing all that, <laughs> like, because down to the Red Lobster, children eat free before 9 p.m. <laughs> so <laughs> Riley and Candy, and we have three. <laughs> what what is in children's name? Not Candy. Riley Ryan. Ryan. I'm so good at this. And then what's I'm the little so, boy's I know name? everything about small. What's the they have a boy name? now? The, the one I should just had. Roland. I don't think that's it. Reagan. Curry. Ooh, I hope that's not children. it. No, I think it's Riley and Ryan. No shit. What's the new one's name? Rory. Oh, maybe it is Rory. How is this so hard? Why isn't this the first thing on Google? I don't get it. Ronald. I'm going to go with Reagan. God damn it. This should not be that hard to find. It's Reagan. Cannon. I thought it was an R too, but it's not. That was anticlimactic. Yeah. Cannon Curry. I mean, it's going to be a good basketball name. Oh, that is a good basketball name. That nigga Cannon Curry for three. A good like superhero name. 
Also, like, a good name for a Jamaican restaurant. Okay. <laughs> or, like, a I Jamaican see it, truck. And I like it. <laughs> mm. They better trademark that. Yeah. I don't see him. They, you know, he got, like, Bible verses tattooed on his ankles and, like, printed <laughs> on his shoes. So, I don't see it. Isn't but... that, like, anyway. I mean, Snoop put out a gospel album, so... <laughs> But anyway, who really believed gospel coming from Snoop Dogg? I think Snoop Dogg also put out a reggae album. Snoop Dogg is just rich yeah, and, and has access wants. to studios. Yep. I think, like, his own studios, of any, course. Any and producers he, just... he wants to work with? And he's Snoop Dogg. He's well-respected. Yes, he is. So he can get away with all that foolishness. All of those things. Nobody cares. It's a fun time for him. Um, last but not least, Michelle Williams posted on her Instagram a caption that says, For years I have dedicated myself to increasing awareness of mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time to seek help, support, and guidance from those that love and care for your well-being. I recently listened to the same advice I've given to thousands around the world and sought help from a great team of healthcare professionals. Today, I proudly, happily, and healthily stand here as someone who will continue to always lead by example as I tirelessly advocate for the betterment of those in need. If you change your mind, you can change your life. And so I just wanted to mention that to say love and light to you, Michelle. Yes. Very not happy to hear that you are struggling, but happy to hear that you are getting the help that you deserve and that you are prioritizing your well-being and putting that above all else. And I know a lot of people look at rich and famous, beautiful people like Michelle Williams and feel like, what is there to be sad about? What are you so sad about? But bitch, you just never know what somebody's going through. Sometimes you're sad about things or depressed about things and you'll sit there for hours and not even really know what it is. <laughs> you just know that you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. So. Or you don't even realize how depressed you are until you're like, bitch, it is 8.30 p.m. And right. I have done nothing but sit on this couch and scratch my ass all day long. Like, right. I have not moved. Nothing's wrong. And I have Something's all the things to do yeah and i oh <laughs> like i couldn't be list. doing something. oh no i have a whole list of what i should have been doing today and didn't do none of it so not to make light of that but i'm very happy that she's getting uh help and glad to hear that she's an advocate for mental health you know how we feel about right. people getting their mental health together so amen for that Hope she so that's better. it. I just wanted to end on that note. Great for hot tops and the bottoms that we love mm-hmm. so let's take a break and move on When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important 
And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so it's now time for our listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Mess, mess, <laughs> mess, mess. That's right. And speaking of mess, remember Electra Abundance, who emailed us about her sister's boyfriend falling through the attic and her mama coming home and yeah, cussing him out and all of course. That. So she emailed us back and said, hey, y'all. Uh, here's an update. Not surprised you thought my story was a lie. If somebody else was telling me, I would probably feel the same way. But to answer your questions, my mom had to work late, so that is how she missed the entire fiasco. The ceiling was fixed the next day. This Mm. nigga, the man that we were talking about, fell through the ceiling because he was hiding in the attic. She also points out her mother is not the toxic type, and they are super close with a great relationship. However, she had to let the chopper sing on me because it was the first time she was hearing about the situation 10 days later. So can't say I blame her that y'all tried to hide this from her for so long. But just to make sure we knew it was real, she sent a link to the news story because... (laughs) You know, when the police have your ass, when the police know where you are and they've been staking you out, there's going to be a story in the news about this. So she sent a link, which obviously I won't be sharing any details of, but. I actually need to read that. I could not believe it. Like She just wanted to make sure we knew she was not bullshitting us. Wait a minute. A lot of y'all might be what lying to us. What website is this? Well, the the website I can't say the website because that'll give away what city they live in. It'd oh, be too easy to I mean, I mean, like, what is the? But I'll airdrop the link to you. Oh, okay, I just wanted yeah. to know like the public publication or whatever. Oh but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to give away too many. Yeah, details, yeah, no, but you're right. Yeah. Wow, that she really happened. That, uh, she and her mom are back being cool now, and they Good. laugh about how her sister is pretending that nothing happened. We both now think my sister was willfully aiding and abetting him, which is—I mean, aiding and abetting. Y'all have been around the police, yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, Sister was aiding and abetting because there is no way that he could have climbed up into the attic and then pulled the ladder up by himself. My mom said she's going to wait for my sister to ask ask her for literally anything and then say, no, I can't give you nothing because you already in debt for my ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, please pray that I am far, far away when this happens or else I will yell holes as I run out. Thank you. She also included the mugshot. I'm the sister's boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> so shout out to Electra for being wow. like, I understand why you niggas thought I was lying. However, I was not. <laughs> and wow. here is the proof to back it up. Very glad your mother has gotten over the angerness and now over y'all are just being petted together with your, towards your sister. That's yes, how it should be. That is how it should have yes, been. Yes, it is. From the jump. So I'm so glad to hear that. But wow. 
Not not trying to be rude, but your sister's boyfriend looked like the type of nigga to do some shit. Like I mean, yeah, I don't like to pass judgment, I mean, but I'm not sure. Then them braids wasn't freshened up in a while. Hopefully, so. your sister makes a complete turnaround and gets yes. a, a Russell Wilson in her life. I hope she levels up. Play her the <laughs> yummy all in her tummy. Are you really? On that note, we're going to move right the fuck on. <laughs> when I tell you I would tease my sister about this to the grave, like... Oh, yeah. There's certain things that the family is never going to let you yeah, leave down. That's ever. definitely And that's one of them. Because, <laughs> bitch, every time you bring up anything, I'll be like, but about my ceiling, though. So, anyway, though, we're going to... <laughs> we're going to keep Ooh. moving. Our first letter this week comes from Athena, who says, I am in a big dilemma... I'm a 26-year-old bisexual black woman. All right, sis. Here we go. And I have been dating my white boyfriend, who is straight, for about 15 months. Mentally and spiritually, we are in perfect sync with one another. Mm. I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder when I was 20. And even before we started dating officially, he was always taking initiative with my self-care techniques. We are on the same wavelength in terms of creativity and our ambitions. My mother loves him. And most importantly, his views on society check every box. I crept through some of his old posts prior to asking him his stance on the everyday struggles of POC and his own privilege and found out he's been speaking up and rallying far before he met me, which was a breath of fresh air. Mm. Here comes the butt. Mm-hmm. The sex since the beginning has been very lackluster on his end. Between receiving I'm oral and the actual penetration, I very rarely come. And I have to either fake it or guide him on how to make me come every single day time sis make sure she capitalized that wow however when it's me giving him head or taking control he orgasms with ease (laughs) of course i feel like it's very easy to get niggas to come but i mean it's much easier than for women i mean i really don't think that's it i think that women actually try to make men come and men don't put forth that same effort no well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it can't be that hard because lesbians have been doing it Easily for women, lesbians, lesbians, lesbians make each other come in like five, ten minutes or less. Really, it's not even always the marathon sex. Lesbians know the parts. That's foolish. That's foolish. If a man really wants, we're getting, we're not even done with this young lady. Let me get back to this. I voiced this concern to my boyfriend, and we tried various things to spice things up, including toys, role play, etc. Until finally, he suggested that we have a threesome. How did okay. he asked? All right. He asked if I wanted to have another guy or a girl, and I told him I would rather him pick for us, and we can agree on someone together. Why did you? Why did you do that? We found a guy named Paul through Tinder oh, who is God. black. Oh, here's the end of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's over now. Move over. It's my turn now. It's over. Paul is black. Of course he is. <laughs> After a few exchanges and ground rules, we invited him over and we had the threesome. Work. Since my boyfriend is straight, he tried not to make any unwanted contact with Paul and vice versa. Mm-hmm. About a quarter way into Paul actually penetrating me, I realized he knew exactly what he was doing. I'm sure. Between him penetrating me, she keeps saying penetrate, <laughs> and him going down on me, he was 10 times better than my boyfriend and I didn't have to give him any instructions. This is- after this night, 
my boyfriend noticed I had an intense orgasm, which I have never truly had with him. Mm-hmm. After that, we continued the threesomes about two more times with Paul. Paul mm-hmm. didn't mind. Of course not. <laughs> Until last week when he messaged me asking if just he and I could have sex uh-huh. and not my boyfriend. Of course. Because according to Paul, he ain't really doing shit for you anyway. <laughs> Damn. Paul's a real nigga. Don't worry, I did not go have sex with him. However, I have been thinking about it every single night. I bet you have. My boyfriend has expressed that he doesn't really want to do the threesomes anymore just for his own peace of mind because uh-huh. he's starting to get uncomfortable with yep. it. Yep. And I haven't even told him about the message Paul sent me. I bet you haven't. My dilemma is I really want to continue the encounters with Paul. Of however, course you do. <laughs> however, I do not want to cheat on my boyfriend. Sex with my boyfriend is truly a chore to get through. And Paul <laughs> has been delivering every single time. Nigga, How? she said a chore that, to get through. Like, woo, okay, girl, I got to do the dishes, Nigga. got to fold the laundry, got to pack for this trip, got to fuck this man, got to oh take the beans. God. <laughs> she compared sex with you to, like, cleaning the gutters. I got to thaw that salmon. <laughs> wow. As if just something to do that you don't really want to. How do I express to my boyfriend that he is sexually just not satisfying me? Should I tell him about the situation with Paul? And lastly, am I just being a greedy bitch who needs to be happy with what she has? Sincerely, Athena. Athena, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have great sex. No. There's there's just nothing wrong with it. It's an important part of most people's relationships. Most, yes. And it is perfectly fine to end a relationship because you are not sexually satisfied. I don't think that you should tell him about the conversation with Paul, especially if you didn't respond to it. Right. Especially because you haven't engaged with Paul. Right. Um, but I do think that you should at least be honest with him about the fact that you aren't enjoying uh, the sex and why like explicitly mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like everything that's going wrong time and time again that you don't like and how that could possibly change and if it doesn't and you're really like that tempted to go and, and cheat on the nigga then break up with him yeah it's because it's not worth that and and you're clearly not satisfied and you feel I feel like you're conflicted about it because there are so many great things about this white man <laughs> You know, you've been struggling with your mental health and stuff like that. And he's helping you with your self-care and Mm -hmm. y'all are in sync and creating all kinds of, I don't know, folk music or whatever y'all do together. (laughs) Like y'all are really vibing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, artisanal soaps and things along that nature. Hemp shoes. Yeah. Other things white people like vegan barbecue. So y'all probably doing all that fun shit together. It feels really good. You and your white man in his Jesus sandals. But however, when it comes down to it, he is not hitting it like you deserve and that's just something that and you have tried i would tell you to try i would i would and but you have done that you yeah try to do toys you try to do role play all this other stuff and he's just not figuring out the technique to make your body work so i would say to him look what we have is great i really love you i would love for us to continue this relationship however i cannot go throughout my life being sexually unsatisfied like it can't work that way and he chose paul he chose paul (laughs) and she agreed to paul and paul came through like well let a real nigga take over and handle this business and And told her straight out damn (laughs) paul was like why even play so why is he even in the room girl which also shout out to you for just having two men just take turns on you this sounds great (laughs) this sounds ideal i don't know 
So, sis, um, I won't tell you to break up with him right now, but I will tell him sexually it's not happening. Yeah. And I really need it to happen. I and really honestly, do. it could probably step up a few notches and still won't be as good as Paul's did. Right. Well, but I mean, But if you maybe. are getting your rocks off and having good sex mm-hmm. with your boyfriend... Yes. And get over it. Because because the emotional connection to sex is very real as well. Yes. And it's possible that if your boyfriend just learns how to please you, then the emotional connection y'all have will make the sex even better. Yes. But he does have to get the basics of pleasing you down. Yeah. And it should not be impossible to to do this. This isn't like... I'm bad at fucking, so I'm just gonna be bad at fucking forever. No, you can you can learn, you can adjust to different partners. Maybe he's just right. used to fucking one way because that's how his ex girlfriend liked Probably, it. Yeah, maybe. But he has to learn how to, to how to please your body. So right. I would put it to him straight like that. Like, look, I can't be out here going without nuts. So if you don't want me to, if you don't want me to leave you for a nigga, you are gonna have to figure something out. <laughs> What's up, Paul? Maybe not that. Uh... Maybe you are not that clear. I mean, say it in like a nice way. Yeah, like but, a kind way. Right. <laughs> say it in a way that isn't like bitchy, but just give him the heads up that you're going to have to leave if yeah. you don't get that shit together. Be very, yeah. very honest. See how things change because I feel like it is like some people might make you feel like there's something wrong with that in there, isn't no, there is the. I don't care if everything else about him is perfect. Like I don't care. Either. I really don't. Unless he's going to give important. you right. Unless he's going to give you like a free pass to go fuck whoever you want to. And see, I don't. I don't believe. And no, person. he's already said we're not doing the threesomes no more. I'm uncomfortable. Right. Because you over here coming all over the place. Nigga, you should have been uncomfortable. You saw Paul's photograph. You should have been taking notes on what Paul is doing. You really brought a nigga into this house to fuck your nigga girlfriend. <laughs> Bruh. And you wonder why that now all of a sudden you should have been, like, been the one DMing Paul Ooh, and asking Paul. him questions and see if he could send you a docu- a word do you document. Have a, do you have a PDF maybe pages, to share with friends? Anything something. with some notes. Can I donate to your Patreon? I need some help. Something. What, does, what is it going to take? Woo! Child, good luck to you though, girl, because it is hard when everything is great except one thing, but that mm, is one especially thing. Especially that, that one thing. You really deserve to be satisfied. Both of you. So, yes. So, and please believe just that. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be all mad because you're not getting nut anyway. And suddenly you suck the dick like half hearted. You're not putting your whole back into it because right. it's like you're not going to come anyway. So, I'm not going to really suck your dick or like. You don't really ride it. Like, <sighs> who wants boring lazy like, sex? Just, I mean, even just knowing that you looking at sex like it's another thing on your to-do list is like, oh my God. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, good luck to you. Hopefully, uh, your white man figures it out and learns how to please you and y'all can move forward. Her reminder's notification went off and it was like, sex with boyfriend. So, <laughs> ugh. Uh, 15 minutes? Really? Oh Let God. me go wash up. I guess. already. <laughs> Hurry up, nigga. Clothes is going to be out the dryer soon. That's so sad. All right. God bless you. Next question comes from Paradot, who says... Love it. Five years ago, I started dating a guy who was perfect by all accounts. Except? Named Peter. Okay. Peter and I had a ton in common, and he treated me very well. But, so well that I started to walk all over him and cheated on him multiple times. Oh, you're the terrible person. Yep. Well, that's what I get. Don't get me wrong. I deeply cared for Peter, but I fell out of love with him. I ended our relationship after I fell for another man and moved in with said man while I was still with Peter. So what did he do to ruin your life? 
When things began to go downhill with my new man, I leaned on Peter for support and he was always there to comfort me and give me money when I needed it. You trash. I felt bad because he had a new girlfriend and he would tell me that she was jealous of our friendship. When they broke up, I knew I was the direct cause. A few years later, I fell on hard times and needed a place to stay. Peter told me I could live with him in his mother's house rent free. I accepted because I had no other options. He even let me drive his car to work because my job is 45 minutes away and his was within walking distance of his mom's house. You should be ashamed of your damn self. A couple weeks into my stay, he began giving me gifts in hopes of getting back with me, but I declined telling him that I did not have feelings for him anymore. His it took him fight you. a while to accept that. Eventually, it sunk in and he started dating someone new. One night, we got into a huge argument over money, after which I moved out and didn't speak to him for two years when I unknowingly walked into his new job. We reconnected and are now texting and talking regularly. He now has a child with the woman he was dating back then, and they seem happy by all accounts. Now he's telling me that he misses me and wants to get together to catch up, and I'm remembering how much of a good guy he was, and I think he is my soulmate. Girl. I know that if I tried, I could have him again. My question is, should I try to get back with him, knowing he has started a new and better life, or should I just leave him alone? Any advice is appreciated. Thanks, Paradox. You should try to get your own shit together and leave these niggas the fuck alone. Yes, you really should, Paradot. Like, we don't very frequently get letters from women. And actually, this... I'm going to assume you're a woman? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to assume you're a woman. Because you didn't mention anything about him being torn between dating a nigga and dating this. I feel like that probably would have come up. Right, I feel like that would have come up. And we don't really get a lot of letters from women openly, openly admitting to being fuck niggas, but... I'm not sure she knows. <laughs> So we're here to tell you, Paradox, this is some fuck nigga behavior. Absolutely, 1,000%. Accepting gifts or help, money, things like that from somebody that you know good and damn well has feelings for you and that you don't reciprocate those feelings is wrong. That's some fuck nigga shit. The end. It is, girl. And so you keep popping back up in this nigga's life like something you can't get rid of and... He keeps, it's like 10 minutes around you and all of a sudden he done forgot all the shitty things you done did to him, how you cheated on him all the time and all that. And he's just sprung and wide open for you again. And it's time for you to be like, I am not that same shitty person. I am going to grow the fuck up. This man seems happy in his relationship. He has a baby now that he needs to be focused on and taken care of. I am going to go ruin somebody else's life. Yep. Or I am going to go do better with somebody else. I feel like you need to leave Peter alone. It sounds like you have a lot of solo work to do. Sounds like you have a lot that you need to figure out about yourself. A lot of shit that you need to get together in terms of your own life. And it seems the reason that you keep gravitating back towards Peter is... A, not only do you know that he will allow you to, he takes care of you and he'll look after you and you don't have to figure your own shit out or take care of your motherfucking mm-hmm. stuff. Leave him alone. We all, we like, leave him the fuck alone. Don't text him. Don't call him. Don't nothing. Not Merry Christmas. Not Happy Birthday. Not, you know, Happy St. Patrick or Martin Luther. I don't care about none of it. Leave him the fuck alone and get your own motherfucking life together. Hopefully build yourself up to somebody who can actually respect and love properly and then find somebody else so that you can be in a relationship with. And hopefully it go well. You've done enough damage to Peter. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Peter or his security or whatever the fuck. I mean, clearly. like all these girls out here who just can never they have a million reasons why they need to stop fucking with this nigga and all the things he's done wrong to them and they still but I love him that's Peter behind Paradise ass 
talking about how much he loved her. Mm-hmm. And you over here talking about, I know I could have him back and he my soulmate, girl. Exactly. You sound manipulative. that nigga alone. You sound like all of these niggas, all of these fuck niggas, so. Yes. I, I know that you have the option of going back. And, One win for the straights. And the title says, should I ruin his life again? No, you should not. <laughs> Leave that man alone. You suck. And let him prosper. <laughs> Let him prosper. Let him, you know, have a happy life, a healthy relationship with his baby mom. Right. Child. And now he has a child. Like, leave so that nigga just alone. leave him alone. You know you want to, you about to go over here and ask this nigga for fucking money so you can take your motherfucking ass down to Hops or fucking, or or yeah, wherever the fuck it is that your ass want to go out All and eat they, their fucking free bread and shit. <laughs> and meanwhile, he should be spending that money. Like, no, yep. no. Leave him. No. I'm a big proponent of when you know you fucked up, just... Stop putting your bullshit on other people. Just take Stop your it. shit and go deal with it on your own. Stop bringing Peter into it. Even though Peter, God bless his heart, is is trying to bring himself back into yeah, it. Yeah, that's his own That's his own battle. You need to be, like. <laughs> for the first time, you need to be the bigger, stronger, better person and cut this shit off. I don't give you just better. Just let it end right there. I give, Please, Maybe girl. give you bigger and stronger. Please try it. Please, I'm begging you to just not be a fuck nigga anymore if you can absolutely avoid it. Our last question comes from Nicole, who says, I've been out the closet for almost two years and I still feel pretty lost. While the queer spaces yeah, that, that I frequented when I was in the closet have been interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, they have mostly centered black, gay, and bisexual men. Mm-hmm. When queer spaces that I have found have centered black women, they are largely along the lines of rigid gender roles, like stud femme, etc. Mm-hmm. I have even started my own organizations, but still haven't found what I'm looking for in terms of friendship and romantic relationships from other queer black women. My experiences have overall been pretty terrible. This has left me feeling like I don't fit in within the black LGBT community because I don't adhere to these strict roles and because I'm a feminine black woman attracted to other feminine black women. My question for both of you is, do you or your listeners know of any events, organizations, in or spaces in the New York area where upwardly mobile feminine queer black women can meet each other for friendship and dating? I live in another state, but not too far away. I feel very isolated and lonely and would really appreciate your advice. I picked this question because... I, too, am isolated from the black LGBT community as far as the women are concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it was much easier in Oklahoma to uh, hang out with the girls, which is sad. Isn't that crazy? But in Oklahoma, you know, we all know each other. Right. So we all go into that one restaurant that you (laughs) niggas rent out every Friday, Saturday night, and they turn it into a club. Oh, my God, do they have a pool table? (laughs) You know they did. Of course they do. What Dykes love pool. They do. So we all go and, you know, every week it's, it's that one Facebook account you follow. You're going to see the flyer yep. every week. So and everybody is going to be. Yep. Yes. And so I felt definitely like I was more a part of the community there. In New York, it's too many fucking people here. Mm-hmm. Here, They're all spread out. If you're looking for groups, you got to basically go by like neighborhood because ain't nobody traveling. Even from uptown to downtown much less like harlem to True brooklyn or the tea. bronx to queens like nobody's doing all that Not. so everything is kind of disorganized and the few queer spaces i have found um are number one almost all about niggas like every party club everything is full of men mm-hmm. and so it's just not for me or something has happened where i have not felt comfortable attending anymore like getting recognized constantly and not able to just sit and chill or like 
one of the founders being super inappropriate with me after I told her that I wasn't interested in anything and her still trying it with me anyway. So I had to just call a lift and leave. And it was just like, wow, I, I can't that. hang out. Yeah, I just like really cannot hang out with any of the girls. So it's sad. Um, but I know what you're talking about as far as like everything in the queer space, as far as women are concerned, seeming to be very much like studs and films. And we like this and y'all like this and dun, 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 and we go together, blah, blah, blah. Like I get that, but I just, I I feel what you're saying. I don't think there are any solutions though. <laughs> like, or Damn. if there is a solution, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about like a feminine, queer black woman collective. And even if one did exist in the city, they probably like, harvest flowers and it's probably like some Fran shit except with lesbians you know yeah. they all drink kombucha and have a book club and <laughs> weave like their own the high line. yeah they make their own linen pants and all that type of shit <laughs> it's probably something like that where they're not even focused on um, dating necessarily and that sort of thing but yeah I don't I feel like honestly well, girl in these big meet. cities it's harder I feel like yeah. it's easier in small or midtown places to find your community and connect that's true yeah I mean at the end of the day I don't think that it, I mean it's not like you're you as a queer black woman who is feminine are not going to find another feminine uh, queer black woman yeah no they're out there you know what I'm saying that are into you I know like Bait was just a couple of weeks ago, the same weekend as my 305 Live party, which is like, uh, it's the same weekend as Pride, but Bait is more focused on, like, you know, girls that look like us <laughs> and things like that. But I, okay. I find that, like, it's kind of hard. I know that you can go to parties like that at the very least and see all kinds of girls who are attracted to whoever and whatever. And it's just kind of about fun. It not everybody can like meet someone and mm-hmm. like build that kind of connection in that kind of space. Sometimes it's yes. difficult. You know what I'm saying? True. It's loud. Sometimes it's clicky. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, this and that and third. So whatever, yep. maybe you'll see people that are cute, but it don't necessarily mean you'll build a connection or meet anybody. So that's difficult as well. But I just, I would say, you know, I'm not in the position that you are in. So I'm not going to pretend to act like I know, but I hope that you know that it's not that you shouldn't feel alone. You will find your groove or maybe you should, you know, try creating one, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's gonna be hard to do when you don't even live in the city right but I mean you maybe you can come and visit and like do something on like a week that you're here or something like that you know what I'm saying maybe mm-hmm. you could start like a group on a Facebook or something like that and see maybe you can build some stuff you know what I'm, I'm saying yeah. I was the girl from the read that was talking about such and such <laughs> if you, you can here, do that whatever you yeah. know what I'm saying but just don't feel like you are alone in the way that you feel or how your sexuality works because you aren't and there are so many people across gender mm-hmm. um, and orientation that feel the exact same way that you do right now especially if you're in like a smaller town or something like that or in a big ass city like a New York or like yeah. a Miami. Yep. Or even in LA. LA. Yeah. So I mean, but I just want you to to rest assured that there are plenty of other femme queer black girls out there who yeah. like like other films. Yeah. I'm not one of them, but there are a lot. <laughs> yeah, of... You are definitely no, not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, you are I'm not. Sorry, I am disgusted by titties, makeup, hair, all of that. I don't like none of it. <laughs> I no, like them rough. You like a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to stand up for me. 
And you know when that song comes on, I be going, yes, only carry big things if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. Like, yes, you better have an assortment of dicks available. All that shit. All that shit. But there are plenty of girls like you out there, so don't give up hope. Keep faith alive. Maybe even if you can just start something on, whether it's like an online community, and then maybe you have a meetup one day, and then y'all try to do that every two or three months, something like that. You could just start small. Or shit, if, hey, y'all, I bet you y'all niggas listen to this show. Or if you're in school. If there's somebody listening to this that has suggestions for her, let us know. Yes. Send us some messages so that we can forward anybody, it or mention yes. it on the show. We can talk about them next week. If you all have ideas for where black queer women can go hang out and be around each other in the New York City area, please let us know. Because like I said, the few recommendations I have have not worked out for me. But they might be very fun for you. And you so. know, I mentioned, I always talk about that time I went to that <laughs> that gay that club or whatever that was next to like some gay boys having a party. No, not boxers. Uh-huh. It was like a place that gay... Like, the black queens were having parties. They don't do it no more, so I can't remember the name of it. Okay. But right next door, there was some, like, lesbians having a party. I'm assuming black, because the, the bouncer, whoever was at the door, was a very strapping black woman. Yes. And I went up there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love lesbians. They know how to party. I want to go in. And Mama was like, no, we're not letting men in here. No, none for you. And See, I was like, I respect I that. Respect <laughs> so, I yes. Know. That might have been some old, you have to know the Facebook link. Maybe you need to know, Maybe you know, because so. I don't know who promotes that party, who that party was for. And this was years ago, so they might not even do it no more. Damn, they probably don't. But they're probably, yeah, those lesbians in New York might be on some underground shit. We don't want nobody in our mix. Right. If you know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. And I just, and I I'm get it. I'm not in the know. <laughs> I so I just it. don't get to be a part. But yes, if anybody has suggestions, please, please send those to us. We will pass them along. That is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. It's time for the read. It is. Do you have a read this week? Yeah, very simple and very petty. So for okay. me, I just wanted to say, uh, fuck Time Warner or Spectrum or whoever you are supposed oh, to be no, these days, no, bitch. Now, I really should be disgusted with myself because I have had Spectrum for maybe like ever since I've had cable in the city. And I don't even know why I still have cable. I could not wait to leave them. But... 
Um, they have been trash for pretty much the whole time. And at first, I couldn't switch uh, to Verizon like I wanted to because they didn't service the building that I used to live in. Really? They do service the building I've lived in for almost two years now. And I just haven't switched because I'm lazy. So really, I should be mad at myself. Okay. But what these bitches have decided to do and what they have done before is like have these random outages where the motherfucking internet ain't working. Girl, who are you playing games with? Okay, no. But see, the thing is, today is what, Wednesday? So let's say Sunday night, Monday morning. You know I'm a night owl. I'm up working. The internet is going in and out. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, they're no. up to the no good, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and go to sleep now. And then I will get up tomorrow and I will work on the things. Get up the next day. Lo and behold, there is no internet. Now I get my full eight. I don't give a fuck what time I go to bed. <laughs> I'm just like That's true. Here we are. <laughs> and it is still on. You off. do do that. I do. That is what I do. <laughs> you do do that. And so the whole day I'm sitting here, no internet. My nigga, I have deadlines. So mm-hmm. what? You're expecting me to go to, to Starbucks or the library or some motherfucking shit? Like, yeah. no. There's a reason I have internet at home so I don't have to do those things so that I can do the things I need to do from my bed or couch or wherever the fuck I want to do it from. Now, the thing that annoys me about this is that when you call, which I don't like calling service lines of any kind. I don't care. Cable, internet. I hate it. I hate it. I hate automated messages and I hate press one or, ooh, even worse is when they do that voice thing where they just ask you a question and you're supposed to just speak the English language back to a robot. I don't want to do that. I'm not to talking to this machine. You're not a person. I don't want to converse with you. <laughs> Give me a human to it's talk to. so real. I don't want to be on the phone no damn way. If it'll be like, press one to switch to touch tone, one. I don't want to, no. You tell me to press one or two for yes or no. Yes. I'm not having a conversation with you. You don't exist. Right. So that's one. <laughs> so when the outages happen, it's like, I feel like this probably happens anytime you press whatever number to like say that your internet is or whatever. But... When an outage happens, like, as soon as you say, oh, press this for uh, internet support or whatever, this message comes up with a robot bitch talking about um, outages have been reported in your area. Our technicians are working to fix it. Uh, Customer service people don't know shit about it, so don't ask them. Um, What we can do is give you a call back when the internet comes back. Don't you think I'm going to know that the internet's back before y'all can call me? (laughs) What the fuck? Questions that need answers. (laughs) So I decided to go ahead and hit zero or whatever so that I could just talk to a person because I don't care if you don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm cussing somebody the fuck out because I have literal work to do. The internet has not been working since I went to bed last night Mm. and I've been up for hours waiting and nothing is happening. I'm resetting stuff. I'm, you know, like disconnecting the fucking mode. All all of the above. Nothing is happening. So I get, you know, I, I get dialed through and someone named Marcus, clearly a nigga, Picks up the phone and I could tell by his voice and him reading the script or whatever before I even got a chance to say a word that he couldn't give a fuck. So I told him what the situation was. I told him what the situation was and he responded to me by reading exactly what the robot bitch told me on the phone. I could have seen that coming. I actually give myself points here because I didn't call Marcus a fuck nigga. I didn't call his mama a bitch. I didn't say anything except, you know what? Thank you. 
And he was like, would you like me to uh, give you a call or have them give you a call back? And I said, no, sir, Marcus. Thank you very much. And good day. I hung up the phone. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So I decided then and there that I was going to switch right on over to Verizon, Fios or whatever. And going about my business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Alex told me that, you know, all of the cable girls are, are shit. I've heard that many times over. But she said, I've never dealt with outages with Verizon. So I said, you know what? As long as my internet is running, cool. Right. Let's see what you, you give me. Same. Right. I've never had an outage with Verizon. Had a couple of issues, but nothing that couldn't be fixed. Right. So I was like, all right, let me see if I can at least make my phone a hot spot so I can switch my cable as well as do the work that I need to do. So, yes, that's part one of my read. Fuck uh, Time Warner and Spectrum. I've already placed my order for Verizon and they're coming on Friday to switch things over. And on Friday, once they do switch things over and my Internet cable and everything else is running, you will get a swift call from me where I will tell each and every one of y'all to eat dicks. And fuck off. I wish y'all nothing but the worst. And they're going to tell you to go to that, <laughs> to that, uh, what are they called? The, the dumb the little things where you drop off them boxes. At 96, the guess next. what? Guess who ain't doing it? <laughs> they're going to tell you to return that equipment to Spectrum. They can come and pick it up they right down at the do bottom. That. They are not do It'll that. be waiting with the doorman. <laughs> they're going to tell you to load that doorman. Truck in the box. Doorman. <laughs> doorman. I'm not doing it. Good luck. So there's that. Um, but I decided, you know, I want to try and make my phone into a hot spot to do what I needed to do, which right. I've never done before. Mm. So I look up how to do that. Um, and like the Apple website tells you what, where to go on your phone so you can turn it into a hotspot. So I did all of that. And when it said set up a personal hotspot on my phone, you click that thing. And then there's a thing that comes up that says, you know, you have to either call your service provider. My Mine is AT&T. Or you can do it on the website. Okay. So I click um, website on my phone. Obviously. Or whatever. And it goes, bitch, I've had enough of the phone and y'all host today. Right. Um, So I go to the website or whatever, and it tells me where to go on the AT&T website and what to click so that you can do it. And it told me something like, you go to my wireless, and then you click on manage my data plan. And then you go do this, 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 and this. So I log into the website. I go to my wireless, and it doesn't say manage my data plan. I think it says manage data. Um, but when you click on that, it goes to a completely different page. It doesn't have anything on it that was on AT&T's website right. on how to do this. So my second read is for AT&T and other websites Woo! that have support um, sections on their, their website that don't update with their websites. Like, I hate when websites update their, like, layout or they change things around, but then they don't update their support section to reflect those things. Apple does this. Many other websites I've seen have done it too, bitch. If I go to your support support (laughs) section or center or whatever you call it to get help, how the fuck you giving me information that don't exist on your fucking website no more, my nigga? What the fuck am I supposed to do now? So now, I'm like, all right, I guess that means I have to call and deal with some more iRobot assholes. <laughs> it's true. So I call, I deal with them, I press all of the ones and twos and everything, only for them to tell me that I have to call back when their offices are open. What? I personally believe that a company as large as AT&T can have 24 
our customer service. Yes, AT&T is global. Like, (laughs) I just, so, nigga, it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, and I can't talk to nobody about my phone. What if I was in the middle of nowhere? What if I was being chased by Jason Voorhees? What if I just really, really needed someone's help at the moment? You're closed. <laughs> like I'm ignoring you right now. What? <laughs> Not to mention your raggedy ass website is out here giving us fucking ancient Greek ass directions for this website that's been changed. You dumb hoes. Apple will be on here talking about you just click on Apple and preferences, and then go to this and this and this or whatever. Trying to give you directions for shit that's on fucking like none of that Mac Cow or Mac Moose or some shit. Knowing good and goddamn well that y'all haven't been on that fucking opera. You change your operating system twice a year. Change the support too. We can't find this because it's not on the shit no more. And that's it. I'm sorry for it. Did you figure out? Did they ever eventually teach like you how to turn your phone into a hotspot or no? Oh well, I can't do it at all. Oh, okay. Because I have an unlimited plan, and they just won't let you do it if you do. Oh, damn, that's fucked up. They're greedy as hell. Wow. You just can't do it. <laughs> so like, I was gonna say Verizon has literally never even asked me none of this. It's just if I go in there and change it to personal hotspot, then it's a hotspot. Right. It's like, do you want to connect through USB or Wi-Fi? No. AT&T was do? like, well, you can add that to your plan. And we'll charge you some more money for it. Wow. But then they're like, oh, you have an, a sickening unlimited plan. Well, no. <laughs> Damn. Because so, unlimited, they, yeah, you might just. I mean, I could go to like an AT, right. I could just go to an AT&T store and buy a hotspot. You know that. what I'm saying? Fuck but that. no, exactly. No. Fuck that. I want the convenience of having it on my phone. Period. Anytime I mean, what I else? Phone. It should just be. Child. Why can't I just do that? I sound like a commercial for Verizon, but Verizon would never play me like that. <laughs> well, they don't play me like that. Maybe if I tried to change my plan, they would. But Maybe I should switch to Verizon on my phone or whatever, but I definitely switch to Verizon in terms of cable, internet, and the, the, the following. They will be coming to set those things up this weekend, mm-hmm. and I will tell Time Warner, Spectrum, whoever she is, to have Two balls for yes, breakfast. Amen. <clears throat> well, I hope they don't fuck that up. I hope Verizon don't come and make you mad. I'm sure they'll get on my nerves as well. But as long as they do not fuck with the as internet. As long as the service works. Like, that's really all I need. And it should not... The the bar shouldn't be that low. But we literally just want the things that we pay for that's, to work. That's it. Shouldn't be asking for too much. Amen. All right. Well, this week, I am going to touch on a couple different things. First of all, uh, apparently Charlemagne fucked up again at some point over this past week. I didn't hear nothing about this. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know anything. I did not this. know anything about it. I was uh, in New Orleans and then came home and had like two days to get ready for Paris. And then I was all wrapped up in the magic of On the Run 2, which was an incredible show that I will not spoil. Oh, that reminds me. I brought you something back from France. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, you know, on international flights, there is no Wi-Fi because Wi-Fi over the ocean, bitch, please. (laughs) doesn't exist. (laughs) And apparently... Hold on, let me pull this stuff out for you. I know they have different flavors overseas that you can't get in America, so I brought you what? these. Haribo Polka? They have a spicy version, but I couldn't find it. I was like, Haribo spicy? How? Oh, is it Haribo? It is Haribo. Yeah, but they have an Orangina flavor. <gasps> I love these! And a world mix. I mean, so. well, I like the drink. Right, so I figured those would probably be good. I know they sell stuff over in Europe that you oh, can't get here. So, so. Oh. I was like, I do have a friend who likes exotic candies. Thank yes. you. Yeah, of course, you're welcome. 
So um, I've been wrapped up in my own life over the past week and not really studying anybody else's. Uh, some allegations have come out about Charlemagne mm-hmm. that are really disgusting and disturbing. And I listened to a clip of what is their show called? Brilliant Idiots. Yeah. Listen to a clip of Brilliant Idiots where he talks about putting Spanish fly in this girl's E&J or whatever they were drinking and how both of them were drinking it. And then it turned into something else entirely where he was talking about they had sex, but he wasn't really using rape. But the he wasn't using the word rape, but the situation he described sounded like rape, <laughs> especially if you believe that people who are intoxicated cannot consent. Right. So I was extremely disgusted by what I heard. Um, and of course, Charlemagne and any other man who does things like that deserves to be cussed the fuck out. However, what I don't appreciate is that after I landed from my eight and a half hour flight, I turn my phones back on, reply back to my mama's text and all this. And then I get on the Internet to discover that y'all have been dragging me all day for. I knew this. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, wait, Crystal did what? Crystal ain't spoke up about what? Crystal is this and that and everything else. Wait a minute. What, girl? First of all. Like I said just now, I was busy wrapped up in my own life. Bitch, I was in Paris in the most lit weekend Paris has had probably in 20, 30 years. <laughs> probably. It was a lot of shit going down in Paris. That World Cup shit. Yeah. I was watching the game. You know I don't give one fuck about soccer. I saw your tweet. But I was I still watching. don't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> I should have put it in translate. Well, I put in a lyric from, um, from their national anthem, um, which I still know from high school. But that shit, like... Parisians was leaning on the horn, tossing shit all over the place. Like, it was pandemonium from the nanosecond that them niggas And won. Beyonce. Beyonce was there. And then, of course, on the show I did not go to, which... And I was kicking myself because I was like, I should just get tickets to the second show, too. I should just do it. And then I didn't do it. And, of course, that was the first time they did Ape Shit. And that was the show that Michelle Obama and Sasha and Malia were Mm. at. And I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I just? But anyway, it was a lot going on in Paris that weekend. I have my own life. I was on planes with no Wi-Fi or anything else. But secondly, it is also not my job to know the ins and outs of what everybody does Come and on. to provide hot takes on the internet whenever y'all feel like reading them. That is also not my responsibility. When we come in this studio every week and sit down and talk about these hot tops and loose bottoms or whatever the fuck else, <laughs> 98% of the time, I have no idea what the fuck you about to talk about because I don't keep up with what these niggas are doing. I read these on Wednesday. <laughs> and then I go on about the rest of my and black ass I hear life. about the details when we come in here and talk about them. Charlemagne is not any different. If Charlemagne has been making the rounds on gossip websites and Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr has been talking about that nigga all day, I'm sorry, I don't live online anymore. I don't know every single thing that happens as soon as it happens. But like I said the last time Charlemagne fucked up, I am not his keeper. I am not his mama. We don't even work together no more. So please stop running to me every time that nigga says something dumb. I'm never going to defend a man who talks about doing the shit that Charlemagne did. You never have to worry about that coming from me. If somebody else says or does something along those lines, then feel free to address those girls and boys. But that has nothing to do with me. So leave me the fuck out of it once again. That's all I have to say about the Charlemagne situation. I do not run that nigga. So stop. 
stop asking me to do whatever you want me to like perform. That's really what it is. Crystal, uh, why are you not online performing anger and adding Charlemagne and dragging him? Why are you being silent? Why aren't you saying this is this? First of all, I talk about him whenever the fuck I want to. And I do it in whatever manner I choose to do it. And you all will not ever strong arm me into being that or saying something that I don't want to say or am not in the mood to talk about. Like, you're not ever going to force me into that. And if that's how you feel, if you are upset because you don't have that much control over me, then you can stop supporting the things I say and do and participate in. That is up to you. But you're not ever going to be my mama about it and try to uh, shame me for not getting online and talking about whatever the fuck y'all are tweeting about, bitch. I'm not going to do that. This podcast has way more listeners than people subscribe to my Twitter. So don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing and how I'm going to address somebody or anything like that unless it comes down to me being like woefully neglectful about some shit. Right. Or caping for some shit that should not be caped for. Otherwise, leave me the fuck alone. However, my actual read this week is going to be a pastor read. Oh, boy. This comes from a young man named Cameron. He starts off with very nice things, says that we helped him come out as bisexual to his mother and close family last year on his birthday. So glad that we could help empower you. But Cameron says, what I do not love is this funky ass customer who came into my Best Buy store last night and thought that he and I were teammates in the woman hating club. This is a special fuck you to him. But since I know that he lacks culture and human decency and probably won't hear this, I'll just direct it to every straight man who has this problem. Just because you want to objectify women who walk past you and eye them up and down and slobber at the mouth like an unfed untrained trifling ass dog does not mean that you get to immediately look at me and say damn bro you see that god damn <laughs> no I don't see that because A I have some fucking home training and B I'm trying to do my damn job and help you find the product you need so you can get the hell out my face out my store and allow me to go back to helping customers who actually need assistance I don't know what it is about cis hetero men especially my fellow black men who come into my store as if it's the perfect predatory ground to creep on women and then have the audacity to rope me into their little club <laughs> then when I say to you come on have some respect in the nicest way possible you roll your eyes at me and say ain't, sh- ain't shit wrong with looking well how about instead of looking at them you take an extra long look in the mirror when you're washing your face and get that nasty ass crust from around your lips how about you leave me the fuck alone I am so sick of these niggas thinking that we're supposed to cross dicks together in some sort of fuckboy club <laughs> automatically just because we're both men <laughs> I don't care if I'm bi gay straight or what the fuck ever just because I'm a man does not mean that you get to disrespect a woman in front of me and then ask me to join in on it what? even if I did know you outside of work which I wouldn't because what the fuck do I look like <laughs> kicking with somebody like you I'm not the one that'll just let you say whatever the fuck you want and get away with it which apparently is what your daddy let you do so fuck you fuck your friends and fuck every cis straight man that expects me to be in the he-man woman haters club or whatever the fuck that clubhouse was called in the little rascals I know this wasn't very professional or put together but I just had to let it out thank you love you both Crystal your skin was glowing at Essence Fest thank you it was shout out to my makeup artist uh, Nikki cause she worked pure magic pure wonders on my face she is great um and this is great i want to hear more cis men standing up to the dumb shit that other cis men say and this culture of like this sort of passive like everyday disrespect of women it's a huge problem in our society and so the more men who can speak up and be like nigga chill what are you doing like being nasty she in here looking for usb cords like leave her alone like 
you could just not be a nasty ass fuck nigga and that, that would happen. also be acceptable and great so more of this Cameron thank you so much for your pass the read if you all have a read that you would like to pass you can send that to our regular inbox or pass the read at gmail.com um, but I appreciate you for getting that off your chest and I, I want to hear more things like that from cis men so last time a nigga did that to amen. me I don't even know what the, he must have been. we were at um, I was in LA and I was at this dispensary so maybe he was high as fuck because i don't know why he thought that i would be yeah i don't know that on either. the puss team what about you was giving him like yes pussy i don't you were just he just saw some girl who was walking out and he said something similar that like like that to me and at first i wanted to be like annoyed but then he was really fine oh, wow really you so know I what just didn't say anything. be you know what? Stand up in your truth. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I mean, really? he didn't say anything like he didn't say anything like nasty or disrespectful. He was just like, like she was just in here. And I was like, yeah. He was just like, damn. Like she was fine. Da, 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 da. I was just like, oh, at least he wasn't Let's like talk that. About ass. you? Yeah, no, he didn't say nothing like oh, okay. vulgar. Oh, well, that's different. Well, I feel like it's different from saying, oh, she's really pretty, or damn, she's attractive. He didn't like sexualize her. Like, he was just like, ass on that, bitch, yeah, no. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Oh, okay. He just talked about how fine she was, and he was mad that he didn't like that he walked in as she was walking out or something. Damn. And the whole time I was like, yeah, so where are you from? <laughs> you're like, I mean, yeah, she was cute or whatever, but you're also fine. So what's hey, your hey, name? What's your name? <laughs> he was so fine. So, yeah, that wraps up my read for this week. I just want everybody to keep those two things in mind. Amen. Amen. That wraps up this week's episode. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read and our website, thisistheread.com. Thank you so much to everybody who came through to our show at the Joy Theater in New Orleans last week. Yes. Essence Fest, my God, it was a million more niggas this year than in years Probably prior. Probably literally. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, I think Alex said it was 350,000 more people. Yeah. So I could definitely tell the difference, but wow, like such a huge crowd. Of course, thank you so much to Big Frida for coming through. Yeah, and yes, Girl podcast. Essence and the Yes Girl podcast. That was so major for me to have Big Frida at our show. It was just like I, I had to it. I had to step back. I don't know who told her about uh, me calling myself Small Frida on oh, Twitter. Oh, she knew when we was upstairs. Yeah. She was like, Alex was saying something about Kid Fury. He was like, "Oh, Small Frida here." And I was like, Small Frida is right downstairs. That's mind blowing. I will go get Small Frida for you. What an icon. <laughs> That was definitely a highlight I of my loved trip it so to be much. in New Orleans and meet Freedom. Yes, was like it was just so much. I was overwhelmed. So thank you so much to everybody. And I had Popeyes and beignets, so I'm good. There you go. I mean, really, that's all you need. So shout out to Frida, um, Essence, and the Yes Girl podcast. Uh, everybody involved over at Essence. The amount of work it must have taken to pull off that convention, girl. I just can't fathom because it was Fantasia so made me weep. Fantasia had me in my feelings. I forgot this, you know, the whole thing that her brother went through. Oh, when her brother came out on stage, I was like, well, fuck me. I was me. already in tears <laughs> when they played that little video yes. prior. Yes. Because I'm just sitting there like, because I was already in my feelings for like pretty much the whole weekend and my anxiety was killing me. And then I watched that video and I was like, I'm all in my feelings and look at like how blessed I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this guy's fighting to like walk again and like... Here I am. And then he came out on stage pouty. and I was like... And when he came out on stage, <laughs> I thought I was going to just fall over. It was too much. Plus, Fantasia was singing. Sing. And she kept saying, y'all mind if I get ignorant? And 
like this. Like, yes, that's much. what we want. Like, yes. don't ask. Give it to us. Just do it. Fuck us up, Tasia. And thankfully, I did get to see Janet perform for once in my life. Yes, so. yes, yes. So, that was a great time. Um, yes, I think. Do we have any other announcements this week? Um. I don't think there so. was a part of On the Run too that made me weep like that too, but I won't. Oh goodness, I can't wait. I won't tell you. It would. It involved, you know, Beyonce's offspring. I bet it did. And I was no good. Also, the first On the Run made me cry because of Beyonce's offspring. Oh, well, because I cry when they show those videos of Blue. Get ready. That's all, right. all I have to say about that. Okay. Um, and I, my cabbie in Paris, one of my cabbies was like. You have very good French. And I know he meant foreign American, but because yeah. <laughs> it's not good French for the French. That's what he said. But he was like, your French is very good. And I was just so proud of myself for there having, like, I said, we like the radio. And he was like, what? <laughs> Who is this bilingual goddess? <laughs> Shout out to Paris for being everything I needed for the weekend. Um, and I think that's it. Do we have an acronym this week? And... F. Motherfucker is only T. one word. It doesn't have to be. Okay. <laughs> M F T B. M F T B. Matter of fact, just M F T. M F T. Motherfucking trade. Motherfuck Trump. Oh. I thought we were about to... Oh, my God. Donald fucking Trump. That was the other story. <laughs> Between niggas being mad at me over not talking about Charlemagne and Donald Trump, I was like, I actually cannot What's handle happening? <laughs> What the fuck? Nigga! Nigga! This nigga, like, just admitted to treason. Like, <laughs> in front of... In right front in front of, of my of, salad. I was dying. Quentin... I saw that tweet. She had me on the floor. I like, couldn't take it. What? I could not take it. Donald Trump, and then tried to walk it back. Of course, yeah. I think today he was backpedaling. Of course. I meant to say, it's no reason for I'm me not to shocked. not think that. Like, wait, girl, what? That's not what you said. That's not what happened. <laughs> Sis, what are you talking about? <laughs> when I saw that fucking shit, I was like, I was like terrified and like really interested in what was going to happen next. Because it's like, okay. You, I don't know that we would get a clearer picture of what this is after this, besides maybe the Russians coming over here and putting all our heads on spikes. I don't know. But like, I feel like that's coming soon. What happens now? What do we do? Because he basically just <laughs> said yes. all of these don't things. Know what y'all about. Like, Russian didn't do nothing. Meanwhile, all the intelligence agencies, everybody's like, no, Russia definitely did. Facebook is like, yeah, Russia bought so many ads it happened it, I don't they were blatantly influencing our election and Trump was just like but I talked to Putin and he said no so why y'all tripping so I just don't have no reason to feel like <laughs> I can't wait to find out what they have on his ass I need to know I can't wait this is madness is. and I told myself like I, I, my best guess on what would happen would be that he would you know, be given whatever form of damage control, which they're clearly, you know, working on now, and try and get him to say things to make it seem like it wasn't such and such and such, and then hope everybody forgets. But my whole thing, like, it's right there. Like, every, it's, everything is there. Everything. And it keeps happening. Like, but this was blatant. This was. the amount of people who are just like, I can't believe 
like Republicans, mm-hmm. to see the Republican Party come to this. I just never thought I would see the day. Where have you really, been girl? for the past however long this nigga's been? Since right. the election. Since the campaign. Right. There was not, not a time in the campaign. It wasn't like Donald Trump was just this crystal clear, perfectly, Not ever you know, in his life has he been anything like that. Hillary Clinton told us during the debates that Russia had their hands up this nigga's ass. So why are y'all acting surprised? Hillary Clinton's Twitter is one of the best things about this whole fallout because she's done giving a fuck now. Yeah. After the last shit happened, I think maybe it was a month or so ago, she retweeted some news story and was like, but my emails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was their emails. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I can't believe I lived to see this. They really let this white man remain in office. Donald. It's just like. It's wild. Y'all niggas really made Donald Trump the president. While looking at all of the bullshit coming from Donald Trump during the campaign, all of the bullshit since he went into office, everybody knowing this to be a a thing that was actually happening. Right. And here we are. Still. And... A year and some change into his presidency. And y'all are acting brand new about this. And we'll gear up to continue to make excuses. That's why I'm just going to leave America as many times as I can. Just going to leave over and over again. So, uh, good luck. God bless. And we will see y'all next week. Goodbye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.